Hey, what's going on, Clipper people? It is me, William the Opinion Updike. And I am Positive Chuck Bockler. And we're your friendly neighborhood Clippers podcast. Yes. Just a couple of best friends and Clipper credential media folks who uh, bring you Locked On Clips five days a week. We do seven in the morning. Come through, come hang out. It's a it, good time. It's a great time. Uh, we're going to kick things off talking about the Clippers' 100-98 to win over the Pistons. Uh, you know, love that scoreline. That's just a good time. Look, this was, and I, I don't want to be too crazy. Is this the best win of the Clippers? Seat? I can't even get through it. This was such an insane victory. We'll talk about it. But what a dumb victory in all the best ways. Uh, indeed, we're going to talk about what we liked from that one as well as what we didn't like. And then it's Thirsty Thursday. Every single Thursday, we talk about who and what we're thirsty for, basically what we want to see more of. Uh, so we're going to talk about sort of the the situation with Boogie's 10-day, which is very confusing. Ty Lue kind of alluded that he's going to be back, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and as of the time you're listening to this, it will be the 10th day, so a yes. decision will have to be made. Uh, and then we're going to talk about Surge getting back uh, and just kind of health in general, and then a little bit of Jay Scrub talk which hope Dude, everyone's hyped for. I'm really hyped for him at some point. Uh, and then in shavings, we're going to be talking about a shocking new policy from Staples Center for when fans are trying. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's shocking. It's, it's shocking. definitely bullshit. It's shocking. <laughs> Fair. And we're going to talk about it. Uh, and also we have some more. we got to talk some more about ballet sports. Come on, man. I could do. We'll talk about it. Uh, so all that and more coming up right about now. But first, got to let you know, this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our Locked On Rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk about sports. You are Locked On Clippers, your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, so from a game played in 1996, the Clippers beat the Pistons 100 to 98. High-scoring game. High-scoring game. No one was available for the Clippers in this one. There was no PG or Kawhi, which we knew. But then Marcus Morris was a late scratch for yep. rest. No um, surge. No surge. No Bev. I mean, an entire the entire starting lineup was out for this game. Kawhi still has a sore foot, hoping he plays against the 76ers. Yeah, we'll need him. Well, we absolutely will. Um, I mean, the seven-game win streak is still intact. It's unbelievable. It's, yeah, what a win, too, to cap this off. So uh, let's get into what we like from this one. I mean, there's there's one headline to this game. Reggie. Goggles Reggie Jackson does Re- it again. Rexpect Reggie. Rexpect Reggie. Ooh, I like that. He had the William Updike revenge against your former employer game. You called this out in the pregame, which was awesome. Very important. 29 points on 50% shooting and two of some of the clutchest shots that you will see this season from a Clippers player. Uh, Ty Lue said it was the plan for Reggie to go 1v1 for the last shot. Why not? Why not? Why the hell not? Why not? We should do that every game where we're tied up or something like that. He also said that Reggie needs to wear the goggles the rest of his career. I don't think anyone who's listening is objecting with that at all. He's getting the Hamilton comparison, which I love. Yes. Um, I don't know. This game, it's like, look, this was... This could have been a scheduled loss, for sure. Down this many people, and then Morris I mean, that's what scratch. it felt like, right? It, it did. For most of the game, this felt like a scheduled loss. And then Reggie Jackson pretty much snatched this game from the jaws of defeat. You have a great stat in here about the win probability for this game. Yeah, so, I mean, as things were ticking down, this seemed 
very out of reach for the Clippers. With the final two minutes remaining in the game, the Clippers actually had a win probability of 0.3%, which is... That's not good. The clutches of clutch wins? What? Are the Clippers good in the clutch now? Uh, so good thing Reggie doesn't read stats, you know. Uh, <laughs> what, what are you going to do? Kennard was also, also delivered in this one. Had a second career double-double, which is kind of nuts that it's only a second, but whatever. Very weird, yeah. 17 and 10. Uh, it was much needed. Zoo also <laughs> became sort of a primary scoring option in this one. Dude, in the beginning of this game, Zubats was kind of the offense. He had 10 in the first quarter. And they were authoritative 10. He also yes. had 13 boards, which is great. We needed all of it. Like, Didn't get a season high, which I'm a little bummed didn't about. Didn't get a season high, which is weird. This was a wonky game. The 13 boards, though, I mean, might yeah. snuff at that. That was great. Um, I don't. This was such a weird game. Like, I, I don't like watching this game. It just kind of felt like like you and me and we had a convoy go get the the covid vaccine on yeah. Saturday. This game felt like I was watching the game through like like brain fog eyes. Right. Like it was it was messy. Yeah. Like this was a gross game of basketball. I mean, as the score, the as the score might have indicated. Yes. Um, one thing I like about this game is how loud uh, Rajon Rondo is on the court. Yeah. I like that he's vocal. Um, he only played 17 minutes, which was kind of weird when you think about it, like in terms of experience and what maybe the team needed. I don't know. But he I was think, three of six from the field. Yeah. I, th- I also think they're being conscious with his minutes and sort of yeah. the, I mean, the proverbial load. I hate that. Like, I, I hate that term. You hate like the that. term proverbial load? <laughs> yes. Totally fair. I Overused mean, in the NBA. I think everyone listening hates that No, term. like the, the load management <laughs> thing. You know what I'm saying. But he talks a lot, which is great. Like the communication is there. Yes. Like, it's awesome. Um I don't know. This this was. I hope that people didn't turn this game off. This was a game that is very like I couldn't have faulted you if in the third quarter you were like I don't want to watch this. Yes, but you missed one of the weirdest wins of the Clippers season. One of the weirdest, but also just so great. And I mean, I don't know, so great for those guys pulling it out. Oh, the bench looked so hyped when Reggie hit the the kind of dagger on this. It was awesome. One of the bigger Kawhi reactions we've seen. Yes, he was hyped. Honestly, up. Kawhi was wearing a sweatsuit that looked just as home on the NBA court or Falafel RX in East Hollywood, if you know what I'm talking about. Um, and finally, for what we liked, we. We would be remiss if we did not credit Sack's appeal for one of the greatest halftime performances That's gonna be- I have ever seen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's right up there with the greats of, of halftime performance. I mean, we watched a totally above board, totally legal, don't tweet us about it, stream of the Bally Sports Detroit feed. Yes. This man Sack's Direct from Bally. They sent it to yes. us. This man Sack's appeal set a vibe for the rest of the game that I just felt comfortable Yes. He was good. He also has one of the best promo picks, which is like an all-over pineapple print shirt. Yes. And uh, a sax. And a sax and a fedodo. But some, he pulled it off. It looked good. Some people can wear the fedodo. Some people can't. Let's talk about what we didn't like really quick. <laughs> okay, so I got to stay. It just All right. Uh, no, no, keep going. There's a lot. This was such a weird game. This was a 
kind of a shocking victory. I don't mean that in a weird way. Of all of the weird things, I, I mentioned the the probability of winning uh, with two minutes left in the game. Honestly, looking at this one, the starters were a combined <laughs> minus 12 in this <laughs> yeah, victory. That makes no sense. Which is dumb. Uh, Amir Coffey, plus 21, though. Bailed everybody out somehow. That makes no sense. <laughs> um, and Amir Coffey's numbers weren't even necessarily that good. He I mean, he was crucial five. though on that on that like oh, yeah. on that final possession on the inbounds. Huge boards. Um, had seven rebounds. Had two steals. That's that's where he was big. He got yeah. a really big late steal, which was awesome. Um, Patrick Patterson was objectively bad in this basketball game. Oof. He started. He was zero three from the floor. He had two boards, a turnover, three fouls, one of which was a tech. We're going to talk about this in the next segment, but we hope the Clippers bring Boogie back. There was some coyness from Tyloo about that, but. If if he is the backup center, this is not good. Like, well, like we need guys to soak up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we'll, we'll like talk we about beat the Pistons one hundred and ninety eight with him as a backup center, but we beat the Pistons one hundred and nine. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean we'll we'll talk about it more in the second segment for sure. But yes, yeah. not a great showing from Patterson. Uh, I don't know this. This helps us in the seedings a little bit. We're still a game oh, and a half. It always does. We're, yeah. we're still a game and a half behind the Suns. Uh, but we are, you know, longest win streak in the NBA. Yes. Feels good. Very true. There's not much to dislike. No. Like, we're down five starters. It's away on the second night of a back-to-back. I mean, it was perfect for both teams. Yeah. I think you said your biggest dislike was that the Clippers did not end up with Sadiq Bey. That really is my biggest dislike. From, dude, that, that kid is good at basketball. Yes. And he could have been the Clippers. Um, shout out to the Detroit Pistons. Um, Jeremy Grant looked really good. He's a very good basketball player. You guys saw some good stuff um, from Sadiq Bay in this one. Like, this helps everybody. They're going to get Cade Cunningham or whoever's going to be the top draft pick. Yeah, That's absolutely. Um, coming up, we're going to be doing Thirsty Thursday where we talk about what we want to see more of or maybe less of. But first, I got to give a shout out to Rock Auto. I know you do. Look, with the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to Rock Auto at home and in your pocket. Is that Rock Auto in your pocket? Or are you just happy to see me? Hey, rockauto.com is a family business. Serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals as DIYers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Okay, so we're back with Thirsty Thursday, which is just where we talk about what we want to see more of and sometimes what we want to see less of. But we got to kick things off just kind of talking about what's the deal with Boogie Cousins? Uh, Will he be coming back to L.A. by the time you're listening to this? It will be the 10th day, by my count, April 5th, is when he was officially signed. 
Uh, you know, we've really only seen him play in games where we are down significant starters. Uh, but, you know, we you've mentioned it being possibly a vibes play before. Uh, it has to be a vibes play. Um, he's good for the team. Like, it seems like guys are enjoying being around him. Yeah. He got some playing time. Um, Ty Lue said he would like to see more of him, but, you know, it's up to Larry. It's up to Larry. I hope he comes back. Like, if the Clippers aren't used, like, like the Malik Fitz thing is weird. Like, he got, he was a DNP in this game. Like, he doesn't, maybe he's the casualty. Like, all signs ahead of this game where everyone was out pointed towards maybe Boogie being out. What about Yogi? Where are we at with Yogi? That's another thing, too. But, like, he's planning. So, like, here's, like, here's the hierarchy of these 10 days, right? Yeah. Like, I would probably go, I mean, Yogi and Boogie are well ahead of Malik Fitz. Because they have tangible NBA experience. I would think so, yes. And there is, and this is no disrespect to Malik Fitz, there is no reason to see what Malik Fitz like has right now for the Clippers. Uh, this, I don't mean that in a weird way. I want to see what he has, but not in a situation where it's like, dude, we need emergency minutes or something like that. At this point in the season, uh, I, I think, yeah. 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 I, I mean, like, truly, I, I, I don't really know what you're getting out of it. Um, unless there's strong inclination that he would somehow be a more rotation positive player than Yogi Ferrell, which is like, we're getting guards back. Yeah. And he's a guard. Yeah. So I hope Boogie comes back. The weird thing with 10 days is you literally never know what's going to happen. Yeah. It's 10 days. And looking at Boogie from a production standpoint, five, three and one in six and a half minutes. I mean... I, I don't know what more what you, you want from yeah. this version of Boogie Cousins. Uh, his value over replacement player is exactly neutral. 0.0. Yeah. Uh, a minus 11, uh, interestingly enough. But that's, you know, that's over 100 possessions, which he hasn't played it's anywhere in years. He's an emergency so like, yeah. center. Yes. Like, yeah. But the thing about, I don't know. I think he's got to be re-signed. I think it, I think it behooves the Clippers. Lawrence Rank has talked about vibes quite a bit. It just, it seems like a good signing. Like the locker room is great right now from everything that we can see. Mm -hmm. um, and why not bring someone back who is good friends with multiple guys on the team? Yeah, and, and just a vet. I don't know, like. Just a vet. His he, so his physicality is nice too. Like it doesn't exactly translate that. to good defense. But I was going to say, like it doesn't translate defensively, so I don't really know. But he's like the third center, right? So if he comes in and he can just kind of push himself around and get guys frustrated on the other team, uh, that's great. Yeah. Um, is he the AD stopper that Patterson is, though? No, I don't. I think Patterson's the AD stopper. <laughs> For $3 million a year, he better be. Um, this kind of bleeds into the next thing we're thirsty for. Which is surge to get back when the team returns to LA. Will we see it? I don't know. Because these Patterson minutes are just bad. Yeah. They had Patterson. He's had his ups and downs. Sure. Mostly but, downs. But they're bad. Yeah. Um, they had him out there with Zoo, which means Zoo is having to do kind of a lot of cleanup on the defensive end. Yes. Um, which has anyone ever tweeted us about why there haven't been more Patterson and Zoo minutes? I think yeah. Okay, I, I feel like I feel like uh and this is everybody, so uh I'm not pointing fingers at anybody here. There's always conversations about pairing one center with another center. Yeah. Uh around the Clipper sphere. Uh national media outlets 
included in this. Uh, and it's always bad. It's always bad. The, the, the outlook is it's always bad. <laughs> um, this is kind of actually a big worry for me going forward. Search. Because, yes, because if we don't, like no one that we sign from this point on is eligible to play in the playoffs uh-huh. at all. Uh-huh. Doesn't matter how chill they are uh-huh. for the vibes. Um, and if Surge, like back tightness is a weird injury or soreness, whatever it is, back is back. Like it hurts no back matter is what. Back. <laughs> well, you know what Very I mean? Very true. Like it ju- it's just, it's maybe my biggest worry is are we going to have a fully healthy center core for the playoffs? So, and I think it's a fair thing to be a little conscious of. Yes. So, I mean, I've talked about it on here a little bit, but I do feel like some of my fears were assaged by the, the fact that we didn't look for a more capable, no disrespect to Boogie Cousins, like, a, you know what I mean, though? No, a, I know what you mean. A stronger backup center, like a more, we didn't ag- more aggressively pursue, uh, you know, a, a met, like a a vet min for that position for sure so that to me indicates that like the franchise is relatively certain that he's going to be back for the playoffs but i think looking at the demarcus cousins thing you know that could be another indicator if he definitely doesn't get another 10 day then i would say that means definitively they are positive on the timeline of surge's return which troubles me because back stuff is never like it's not a clear like, you're not like, oh, you're healed from your back tightness. Like, you're good to go. You know what I mean? Like, just have the emergency there. It's an emergency. That's why you have it there. I don't want to mean back is one bone. It's easy. <laughs> you got one spine. Um, what, are you, what are you thirsty for right now? Uh, I mean, I, I guess I'm just thirsty for no more soreness, just in general. Oh, that's never going away. Uh, oh, it's going to be here forever. It, it's never going away, but I, I like... I'm thirsty to see how we look during this stretch with like sort of the ramping up. We know that we're not going to be seeing back-to-backs anymore, uh, which I'm more than fine with. But yeah, I'm just I'm just curious to see uh, sort of how our two stars um, choose to take things for these in this final under 20 games now of the season. Right? Yeah, that's a good call. Because. Um, I don't have any inkling that they're going to take even a part of a game off, which yeah. makes me excited as a fan <laughs> and worried. But worried also. as a Clippers fan. <laughs> uh, so I, I think that's super exciting. Like I, I think that Paul George is absolutely on the right track, and I'm thirsty for him to sort of you know continue this dominant performance. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's only been a couple of games, but thirsty for some quad back already. What's this foot soreness? It's going to be a good time. This is super far down the road. Okay. But I'm fully wrapped up in this J Scrub redemption arc story. Okay. Um, prolific Juco scorer. Yes. Uh, very late pick by a very good team. Hurt his entire first year, has to get surgery. The team boot. is banking big on a boot. J, J boot, J scrub. boot Scrub. There's just a lot here to like in terms of story. You know, like... Narrative-based voter Chuck Mockley. As a narrative-based media member. No, I just like, like, Clippers Twitter loves Jay Scrub and, like, things, like, at one point was like, he might play this year. And I was like, well, that's insane. Um, The man had surgery on his foot. But overall, I hope it works out. 
A, no, it would mean I, the Clippers struck gold really late because if he's a rotational player. And yeah, okay, what 50, are you considering gold right now? Gold at the 57th pick is a rotational player. All right, I mean. Is that fair? No, I think that that's 100% fair, but I think even I, this is, even rotational player for me is way too far down the line. Okay, they struck Iridium for all my freaking Stardew Valley players out there. Um, but it'd be big. No, that's what, like, gold, whatever you want to use for the metaphor. No, no, no. I'm just saying rotational player from a guy who has not played yet. Oh, yeah. Uh, seems... There might be some lean years coming up. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, no, but shout out Jay Scrub. Hope the recovery is going well. And also, he's out of the boot. You are high off of this Pistons win. I'm so jacked off. It's so stupid how hyped I am off this Pistons win. Um, coming up, we're going to be talking something that we're not too hyped about, which is the new Staples Center bags policy and the Bally Sports ticker. But first, Will, talk to me about where I could bet online. All right. Well, you said it right in the name. The what? best place is Bet Online. It's the only place we trust to place our bets. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Look, football is long over. Oh, yeah. Uh, but the NBA, I mean, college basketball is no more, but the NHL is still in full swing. But Bet Online doesn't just cover sports, they also cover awards, TV shows, even reality TV for the freak betters out there. <laughs> real That's some crazy betting stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, you can get real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome that's on top of your first deposit. Ooh, not bad. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on. All right. Welcome to Shavings. Just a bunch of random stuff that we do every day. So fans are gonna be back at Staples. Can't wait. Game, Can't wait for the game on Sunday. Yes. Yeah, hopefully we can both go to that one. Um, Staples Center has instituted a no-bags policy for returning to games, which is stupid. Agreed. I am firmly against... First of all, it just how much shit do you put in your pockets? I put a lot of shit in my pockets. Okay. What I, do you mean? You put keys, wallet, what else? Phone. Phone, Sure. Pen. What if you're someone who Notepad. needs, like, say, I'm just thinking in the in the grand sense of like epipens, like things like that. Like people need certain things that maybe can't fit in a oh, pocket. You don't have to argue this to me. Backpack people are people too. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I'm a backpack like, person. No, the no bags policy is uh, there's just there's a lot wrong with this. Like I don't. They gotta fix this. What, what is they, the point of it? Also, bags don't carry COVID. You could have COVID in there. Yeah. Oh, someone's sneaking this cover in their backpack. No, give people bags. People need bags for a lot of reasons. Um, and look, we... we yeah, also, like, I, if you have a larger wallet, where are you supposed to put your wallet? What if you have a kid with you and you need to bring all the shit that you need to keep with you when you have a kid? No kids at games. Is there a no babies policy? <laughs> no, no, it's uh, it's actually the, the restrictions are for three and up, I believe. So there are some young... So you can give your kid there. a big bag. Yeah. And he could take the bag. Well, that seems like a good workaround. Um, <laughs> kids are going to be on their parents' shoulders. Um, and now, look, we got to talk a bit about the Bally Sports ticker. It's bad. It is. Okay, so oh, oh, but before we get into anything, okay. 
Why is there so much dead gray space below the ticker? There's like, there's so much unused. It's just a flat gray space that's both taking action out of the screen yep. and just dead and real it's estate. Gray. They can't figure out what to do with the space on their ticker, right? Like, yeah. there's either, like, there was an in game interview with Lawrence Frank where there was Lawrence Frank and like a top right kind of. Uh, picture in picture type thing. Yeah, but, in the game, but nothing below him, and it yeah. was just a gray space. Or they have like they'll show baseball stats in the ticker next to the NBA scores. Yeah, and you're j there's no reason for this. Yeah. If I'm watching a Clippers game on Bally Sports West, I have no interest in what the Yankees Blue Jays score was. I'm not here for any of this information. Yeah. Isn't it Bally Sports West? It's not Bally SPN, you know? That's what I'm saying. Um, also, someone tweeted at us that they confused the red B logo in the ticker as the shot clock, which makes total sense. Yes, absolutely. It's a weird red square right next to the <laughs> right next right to the score. Right next to the scores. Um, we were also watching, again, a very above board, very legit, totally legal stream yes. of the Pistons Bally Sports. From Ms. Bally herself. Yes. Bally Sports Midwest, I guess this would be, for the Pistons game. Um, they just show the smallest stats in the world. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At, like a, at, at the end of quarters and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like they just, they just, so what they do is they display the, uh, like the, like the Jumbotron on the arena. Yeah. Which I have no problem with, but they put the stats in the bottom two quarters of the screen. Yeah, they're each taking up. Which I is mean, still on the broadcast. Yeah. Like that's still a broadcast thing they're showing. And it's like no one at Bally. It's comically small. No one at Bally Sports has watched sports on TV before is what I'm convinced because they're doing the opposite of what you want. Yeah. Yeah. It's so bad. Yeah. What can they do to fix it? Like I said, eliminate the gray space at the bottom. Stop putting the bonus fucking into the like into the action Stop of the, the game. Stop the three point graphic too. It's patronizing. Yeah, it's, I know it's a three pointer. Yeah, yeah. Like you could also just do a more simple or subtle like a lot of they just do plus three and then yeah. up the score. Don't say I, I'm I'm ninety percent sure it says three point shot. <laughs> it doesn't say it's shot. It's like though. if it's like if Naismith was out there. <laughs> Was like that's a three point peach buggy yeah, exactly <laughs> like uh, I'm tired of it um I don't I also think it's funny that I don't think anyone disagrees with us on this no if you need a motion graphics designer holler at your boy yeah hit up Will I can't do any of it but I'll tell you what you shouldn't do which is everything you're doing right now <laughs> um all right we gotta get out of here before this turns into a two hour episode of why Valley Sports is bad uh Friday's episode weekend preview. Of the hopefully Kawhi and PG filled game against the 76ers. Yeah. The first Clippers home game with fans this whole season against the Timberwolves. A Love Mary Quarantine. Bad. I think it's going to go great. A Love Mary Quarantine, as we always do on Friday. And then whatever else happens between now and then in Clipperland, Will, where can these fantastic listeners tell their significant other they were listening to us instead of hearing what they had to talk about their day? Oh, pay attention. It happens sometimes. Pay attention. But if your love language is Clippers, you can check us out <laughs> okay, you have on issues. iTunes or the podcast app. We're also on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on Deezer. You can always tell your smart speaker to play Locked on Clippers. It works flawlessly. If you haven't already, please subscribe. It really helps us out no matter where you listen. 
As we mentioned up top, we come at you Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Pacific. 7 a.m. We'd love to have you listen. Come hang out. I have been Positive Chuck Mockler. And I am William the Opinion Updike. We appreciate you.